Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Going in raw is now a CastBox original. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can still listen to Going In Raw wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit Foster. You are watching Going In Raw. You like that? What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. <laughs> and you are going in SmackDown Live. This Ugh. is the glorious one, Bobby Roode. And you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, friend L. Steve here. And Larson. Hey, welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson and available wherever fine podcasts are, including the CastBox app. If you want a great, free, easy way to support Going In Raw, download the CastBox app to your iOS or Android device. Uh, go to Going In Raw and hit subscribe. And boom, we're better for it. We're actually better for it. Yes. Um, and uh, we're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Uh, we have a, a bevy of reward tiers there you can check out. Uh, we're going to be doing some new stuff with the patron, uh, with the Patreon yeah, stuff. Yeah, next week. Next week, we'll roll all that stuff out. It should be a lot of fun. Uh, we wanted to do something that's sort of better for patrons and better for everybody else that isn't a patron. We're trying to do more, but better, better. obviously. Yes, more, but better. Uh, and then, of course, we're also at uh, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash going in raw. And we're at the friendomarket.com. But man, we're basically out of, we're like on the right on the verge of being out of larges and mediums. Mm -hmm. We had to reorder. So some of the orders are going out a little bit later than we yeah, wanted yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So yeah. The ones, I think there has been like larges and mediums that have been ordered since like around July 16th, about 10 days ago. And this sucks. I know it totally sucks. Um, are going to have to wait until very early next week. Yeah. Because I think I got the tracking info today that those reorders oh. are coming on Monday. Cool. So, uh, but we're, we're, we're up to date on everything else. We're correct? up to date on everything else. We sent a whole bunch out, like a bunch more going out when Mr. Postman picks them up today. Um, but yeah, larges and mediums were down to like just a small handful that are in the reorder shipment coming. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, literally single digits, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, get those while they're happy because we're not going to reorder any until probably the holiday season. Yeah. Yeah. I think we'll, our current stock will probably be the end of it. Um, until Probably. the holiday until, season. Until we do a, a restock. Yeah. Yeah. 
If you're a hoss, if you're like, you know, 3X, 4X, I think we have a bunch of those. We have a few. We don't have a bunch. Yeah, we don't have a bunch of anything. No. We're, we almost sold like 400 shirts. I know. Yowza. That's pretty incredible. Wow. You guys are the best. And again, we pack every order. We pack every single every order. Every single order. Exactly. I just cut my hair today, so there'll probably be a lot less Larson hair in, in the packages. Oh, what a bummer. No, it's good. It's like an Easter egg, dude. Because whenever I, I, I'd bend over and I'd see my, my head mm-hmm. on screen... There's not a whole lot of hair left up there. So. Yeah. Yeah. So. I like this is funny. I noticed this today. Uh, Los Ingobernables de Carne on the Twitter uh, proposed on, on Twitter uh, the idea that I said yesterday about uh, Aiden English and Lana. Yeah, yeah, train. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this is cute. He reached out. And he said, hi, I accidentally stole your Rusev Aiden train idea. I tweeted it when I was high listening to Going In Raw this morning without giving credit. Once it started getting retweets, I retweeted it crediting Going In Raw, but now it's blowing up. Please don't revoke my friendoship. So I'm going to say, ha, 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 no problem. I'm reading this now on the show. <laughs> no sweat. Brendo, all good. All good. Anyways, I'm fine if my jokes get out into the ether because they're so stupid. Uh, all right. What are we going to talk about today? We're talking about uh, 205 Live and NXT, a really good episode of NXT this week. A subpar episode of 205 Live. You know why? Because there was no Leo Rush. No, there was a Leo Rush there interview. There was a small promo, but it's the man of the hour. Give man. him. I'm the man of the hour. hour. Give me at least 30 minutes to talk. Oh, fight. The match. The Deo Tommy. Deo Tommy. Um, Show kicked off with uh, Akira Tozawa versus Jack Gallagher. Um, Drake Maverick joined the commentary team on commentary. Yeah. Um, we had a brief uh, Gallagher iPhone promo. Brian Kendrick just kind of stood there. That mm-hmm. seemed to be like emblematic of his current run in 205 Live. He's yeah, just kind of there. He does a lot of milling about. Yeah, it seems that way. Yeah. Um, it's a shame because... You know what? Like the last shot of the 205 Live intro graphic, which is uh, Brian Kendrick. Mm-hmm. I just remember back to like his performance in the Cruiserweight Classic. His match against Kota Bushi was outstanding. Mm-hmm. And I just wish they let him wrestle like that. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, I, I'm guessing it's just because he's in this thing with uh, Gulak and Gallagher where he's kind of has to like simplify his 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 wrestling a bit. You know, it's always possible. I, I don't know if this is the case. Because I agree with you. I mean, you know, I, I want to see people live up to their full potential. Mm-hmm. It's always possible. Maybe they keep him around as sort of a player slash coach Entirely type possible. guy. Entirely possible. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's got a, 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 a whole lot of, of information and knowledge to pass on to the younger, it, younger competitors. Yeah, I get your point, though. It's been a while since he's been in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. He always seems to be just sort of tagging along. Even his matches when he was uh, contending for the Cruiserweight title and when he was Cruiserweight champion. That's mm-hmm. all good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm with that. Um, so we'll so see more of it. Anyways, yeah. this match is kind of what you'd expect from Jack Gallagher and, and Akira Tozawa. Tozawa's great. Yeah, he is. Um, Gallagher, I don't... I kind of like... I liked Gall- Gallagher in this match. Yeah, he seemed to be doing a bit more of the joint manipulation stuff. Yeah. But it seems... I don't know. It seems not to be a whole lot of consistency match to match in terms of what he's going to do, how cruel he's going to be as heel mean Jack That's Gallagher. That's true. He was a bit meaner here. Yeah, and then when he's meaner, I like it. Yeah, yeah. So I was, I was fine with this. It, I mean, it was what it was. It wasn't like a long match or anything. I think to me, I'll be honest with you, like I, the match was fine and everything. It wasn't like, you know, five stars, but uh, I, Drake Maverick had some interesting comments on commentary 
uh, Nigel McGuinness was saying, you know, why did you choose the four competitors in the Fatal Four Way main event that night? Why did you choose them? Why not Buddy Murphy and uh, Drake Maverick? He is booked as maybe behind Page, but even on par with Page as like the smartest GM mm-hmm. of all the brands mm-hmm. uh, because he always has a good logical answer. Yes, that's for good. Why he does what he does. Good. He said, Buddy Murphy. Didn't win against, uh, he had two high-profile losses. One against, he didn't win in that triple threat match. Yeah, he didn't. He, he lost didn't, to Mustafa Ali. And he lost to Mustafa Ali. I like when he says Mustafa. Um, so, uh, no, I, I like that. It was good. And he was giving Nigel McGuinness some shit. Yeah. Any more questions, Nigel? No, just got some salad in my teeth. Yeah, he's got to get the food out of his teeth. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, Kira Tazawa picked up the win with a top rope senton. Afterwards, he went down commentary and demanded... A rematch against Leo Rush. Yeah. I I want to see that. Yes. I'd be very interested in seeing that. Which kind of means that we're probably going to get three matches, right? Because if he's demanding a rematch, they've got to split and then do the rubber match. They can't bury Akira Tozawa that bad, right? Oh, I don't think they, that if, if... Two losses in a row? Man? I don't think two losses in a row is burying Akira Tozawa because he's putting forth quality performances. Yeah, but still, two losses in a row, that's not good. He's dude. He, he still has a lot of upside. Oh, no, I know. I like I like Akira Tozawa a lot. And wouldn't you want to see a third match anyway? Yeah, seven yeah. wrestle every week. Best of seven. Yeah, that's fine. Why not that? Four matches. I just don't think they're going to have Leo Rush lose a match this soon. Uh, but I could be wrong. I was surprised that Noam Dar lost to TJP last yeah, week. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. I'm not sure how high they are on, like you know, Buddy Murphy. He's lost. Yeah, but um, he always puts on awesome matches. No, I know, I know. I'm just saying, like, they didn't do the undefeated streak with him. Like, I think they're kind of shying away from the undefeated streak. And Leo Rush, oops, sorry. Leo Rush can still come out of that looking like a megastar. If if they do a thing where his, you know, arrogance gets the best of him, then yeah, he has maybe. to dial it down a little bit. So, I don't know. I'm just... Uh, I don't really want to see him dial down the arrogance because it's funny. Oh, I love it. I know. Yeah, it's I wildly know. entertaining. I don't yeah. want to see him Maybe, maybe he'll down. take it as, I need to be even more arrogant. That's and what then it he'll is. win, and then he'll be even more. Yes. Because I'm the man of the hour. Uh, next, we had a, a TJP promo. He was uh, laying on a couch backstage. Comfy. Hat pulled over his Comfort eyes. Come for comfs. Just waking up from a nap, perhaps. Lifts the hat up, drops a promo. I went to uh, one of my... I know our phones are blowing up. This is like the least professional podcast ever. Well, it's, um, it's, it's our... Was uh, that a flipping Twitter uh, Twitter notification no, for no. sneakers? No. <laughs> You're all in on this Man, game, there's, man. I there, like it. No, I have to be, especially uh, with the thing, the, the, the off-white Prestos dropping tomorrow ooh, morning. Oh, dear. Or tonight. What can I do to help? Stay out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the raffles have closed by now. <laughs> okay. Um... I already found out I didn't win. I already I was already came out in the in the short end of one raffle. Anyways, yeah. uh, when when a, a sneaker release such as this happens, you got to be on point. You got to mm-hmm. be monitoring all your sources. Make sure you get all the raffles. Get all the links. It's kind. It's 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 quite an endeavor. Yeah, it takes a lot of persistence. All right. <laughs> me and uh, speaking of comfortable uh, TJP, me and Lacey went to uh, one of our kids' uh, eighth grade graduations. Um, and this this a couple months ago, and uh, you know you're going to an eighth grade. You don't have to dress up, but you don't, you're not supposed to just dress down. Yeah, you're you not know? supposed to wear uh, flip flops. That was the day that I watched SmackDown Live during the graduation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was only in it for like ten seconds. Yeah, and I made sure to take out the earbuds and cheer, and then I went back to SmackDown Live. Yeah, because I got a job to do. Um, as we were walking up there, you know, I had to wear a button up. She was looking very nice in a very nice dress, and then this dude comes out, and he's wearing like. Like Jeff sweatshorts, flipping, you know, tank top and everything <laughs> as he's walking out. It was just my gut reaction. I said straight to him, 
Come for cumps. <laughs> Lacey was mortified and he was confused. <laughs> I just said, come for cumps. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah, so TJP, he said, finally, uh, what's his face? Drake Maverick got it right. I am in the main event along with three other guys, and I'm going to win. And then he yawned and, and went, teep a teeps. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea for a Larson here. <laughs> Nap time. Uh, next, uh, Hideo Itami promo. He was shadow boxing, I guess, um, warming up backstage mm-hmm. and uh, dropped a promo. Yeah, I like that. Brief, that was good. Cool. It started out uh, in, in in Japanese. Yeah, that was rad. Yeah, yeah. And then he had uh, just a couple words about uh, Cedric Alexander. And then I think somebody like Nigel or somebody said he better not look past the fatal four way tonight. Mm-hmm. Oh, he he posed it more as a question. Uh, yeah. Like I wonder if, if I wonder if he's looking past his opponents tonight, mm-hmm. including Mustafa Ali. Uh, next, Lucha House Party iPhone promo. I guess uh, Grand Metalik. And Buddy Murphy weren't um, at the site mm. because this iPhone promo was only Kalisto and Lince Dorado. Lince Dorado is a is like a cartoon. I know him. He, yeah, doing this stuff. Oh, that was Kalisto hilarious. Was He's literally just a cartoon. I love him. He's great. Their new shirts look good too. Yeah, they do. Um, anyways, they had a match against Ryan DePolo and Chris Robinson. No, they had a match against uh, the Pete Dunn twins. Uh, Alex C called this exactly right. It was as it was. Or is this the guys that that look like one looked like sort of Pete Dunn and the other guy looked like everything else about Pete Dunn? Yeah, I guess so. Because one guy had like sort of the long hair on the yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then the other guy was wearing like the brute, the 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 singlet, and his face looked like Pete Dunn. I was cracking up when I saw that. I was like, oh my god, you're totally right. It wasn't like, much of a match though. Like what? What movie is it when like one person splits off into two? Lots. Really? That's happened a lot in movies. Well, I mean, like Multiplicity is a whole movie about clones. <laughs> That's about clones, man. I was thinking of what am I thinking? Oh, I'm thinking of the opposite. On Star Trek Voyager, they did this really terrible thing where Tuvok and Neelix got combined into one person. And they got like a different actor and put a bunch of like makeup that looks like both characters on. Oh. It was a mess. It was a mess. Anyways, Kalisto picked up the win with after a Salida del Sol. Not mm-hmm. much of a match. Yeah, it was rad. Uh, next, Drew Gulak promo. More good stuff from Drew. Step to him. What happens? Uh, I believe you tap. You will. In. Tap out. You will tap out. You will tap out. After that, we got a Mustafa Ali promo. I liked his, his DSLR stuff better, his pre-film stuff better. But this is good. He's a really good promo guy. Oh, heck yeah. He's awesome. So it's good. I yeah. like his new ring gear. Me too. So just no shirt. Yeah. Isn't it like the same pants? No, they're different pants too. Oh, are they? Okay. Yeah, they weren't purple before. They're purple now. Oh, okay, cool. Right on. I like his vest with all the lights on it. Yeah, but I'm, I like that. He looks cooler with no shirt. Oh, on. I agree. Like, people, like dudes who look like... I was wondering. I was like, oh, maybe he has like a misshapen you know, no, chest or jacked. something. He's jacked. Yeah, man. He saw that there was like an Instagram picture or something on Twitter, and he was like posing, and he's like, mm, jacked. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he looked great. And then, uh, and I was thinking to myself when I saw, it, I was like, "Man, why doesn't this dude roll with no shirt in the ring?" And I think that was his, you know, way of saying, "Shirts off, mm-hmm. gun show time." Mm-hmm. You know, games mm-hmm. o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then we had, uh, oh, before that though, we had a Leo Rush interview where he was asked why or what he felt about what did he think about um, Akira Tozawa asking for a rematch, and he said, "Why should I give him a rematch? I already made him famous." 
I'm the man of the hour. Ooh. Because he talks like Christopher Walken. <laughs> I'm going to take this amazing Rolex watch and stick it up his ass. Seven years. <laughs> Anyways, then we had the fatal four-way. It was fun. Main event. It was a fun match. It was a lot of fun. Um, really cool. The heels on several occasions wanted to team up on Mustafa Ali. Yeah. Um, sometimes it worked. Sometimes it didn't. There was that great spot where uh, TJP was trying to direct traffic. And was trying to do a double suplex on Ali, only to swerve, I believe, Drew Gulak and mm -hmm. go for the pin himself. Mm -hmm, yeah. And it's always fun when TJP puts more than one person in a submission hole. Yeah, that's always There's fun. There's a double abdominal stretch or on Tuesday night. It was great. That's sort of happening a lot these days. You see it like Tyler Bates doing that, and mm -hmm. you see it. Yeah, it was, it was good stuff. I want to see more of that. Yes. More, more people just being stacked. And twisted and stackalades, stackal yeah, and stackalades are happening. Abdominal stretches, yeah, man, it's all good. Double airplane spins, all that kind of stuff. So mm. the finish um, saw uh, Mustafa Ali hit a 054 on TJP, I believe. Um, Hideo Itami pulls him out of the ring. Oh, this was brutal. Drives his head into the ring steps and then drop kicks his head. While it's next to the ring steps, he like sandwiches. Yeah, his yeah, yeah. The ring steps feet and, kick. and ring steps. Yeah. So he tosses Mustafa Ali back in the ring. After he throw, first he throws him to the ring post, then he throws him back in the ring. Um, uh, and then Drew Gulak grabs Hideo Tommy, throws him into the ring post. Gulak gets in the ring, puts Ali in the Gulak, and uh, Ali passes out. Ref calls for the bell. Drew Gulak is your number one contender for the cruiserweight title. Made the most sense. Yeah. Made the most sense. I really, I, I don't know that they're going to do this. I kind of feel like they really need, if they really want to do something kind of interesting and sort of refresh the, the chase for the title, put that title in Gulak. Build him up over the next couple of weeks before they, whenever they have their match. Mm -hmm. Build him up. I mean, God, it should be at SummerSlam. Oh, it really. should be at SummerSlam. Heck yes. But build him up to be even more devastating than he is now. Mm -hmm. Get him away from Gallagher and Kendrick completely, mm -hmm. which I, I hope he is. Um, no, they came out last night after he won. Oh, they did? Okay, yeah. I must have turned it off prematurely then. Yeah. Oops. Yeah, they were all celebrating together. All right, well, maybe they'll be his henchmen instead of... They'll be his really strong henchmen instead of, you know... Cohorts. Cohorts, yeah. He'll be the top guy. Well, I think he kind of already is. He does most of the talking. Well, he does. He calls himself the smartest guy in 205 Live, and they don't put up a fight about that, so they're like, yeah, he's smarter than us. Yeah. So I guess, yeah. Yeah. In that respect, he's their leader. Yeah, yeah, he's the leader. Stupid people are never the leaders. Oh, I don't know about that, Steve. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. NXT. Whoa, NXT. Whoa, hey oh, crazy what a, episode. What a heck of a show we had. Oh, my NXT. goodness. Shocker. You knew it was going to be Shocker. a great show when it kicks off with Shock the System. Shock the Adam System. Adam Cole. When Mo the God comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter, I got my shit hacked. Oh, he's got it back though. That's good. That's good. Good for him. Took a couple days, but it took longer than I figured. It it took like more time than it took when I, my stupid Twitter maybe, account got maybe hacked. Maybe this Mo the God person got in there and really messed with it. Could be, man. Who knows? In terms of like the multiple step verifications and whatnot. These kids know what they're doing, man. Yeah. Leave me alone. I'm nobody. Anyways, uh, it started off with, yeah, Adam Cole. You know, Like you said, you know it's going to be a great episode. He comes out for a non-title uh, defense against... Non-title defense. Non-title defense against Sean Maluda. Um, Pretty short match. Um, 
Sean Maluda goes off the top rope, eats a massive super kick. Yeah, that was great. And then Adam Cole follows it up with a, a, a last shot. Yeah. And this was just the shining wizard to the back of the head. Just the shining wizard. So that wizard. is, according to tomorrow, the yeah, last shot now. Man. Although I, it, I got the feeling that Nigel was hesitant during the replay to call it. Like he just, I just felt like there was a little hesitancy in his voice when he said the last shot. I think Nigel. Knows. I feel like it should be both moves. It should be the combo. It should be a combo yeah, finisher. I agree because a lot of people do shining wizards. Yeah, not no. very many people do the 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 suplex neck breaker on the knee and then follow it up with the is, shining wizard. Is back the shining the head. wizard the laziest move that looks the most effective? Because it goes by so fast. That he base all he really has to do, like people are really good at selling Shinsuke's because it looks like he nails him in the head. With Adam Cole, his thighs just sort of like roll by the guy's oh, head. Oh, I know, I know. And I he know. does a big slap. I know. And it's like, okay, it look it actually looks pretty cool. It looks like it should be devastating, but it happens so fast and it's running and there's like, you know, mo- you know, motion blur. That yeah, I don't know. It's he's probably totally fine. He got like oh, it's totally safe, man. Me, meaty thigh to the head. Yeah, yeah. When uh, Kira Tozawa does it, it's the same thing. You kind of just based on how those two guys do it. When you're running with the knee, you just kind of raise your leg over the person's head mm-hmm. at the moment of impact. Yeah, big old totally slap. safe. Yeah. Uh, so, so afterwards, Adam Cole grabs a mic, drops a promo saying mm-hmm. that he'll defend his North American title against anybody, mm-hmm. except of course from the match last night. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, so he says, anybody that wants to, a, a chance of this this belt, come on out. Enter Ricochet. Ooh, intriguing. And so he says, uh, he pretty much <laughs> says, Adam Cole, you become a coward. Mm-hmm, yeah. You're great, but you're a coward. Yeah, so he gets in the ring, Adam Cole, and he challenges him uh, to a match of takeover. And uh, Adam Cole says, uh, you know what? You're right. I am a winner, and I'm not going to take on losers. La- I'm says, not going to lower myself. I'm not going to diminish myself yes. by taking on you. So he starts to leave. Ricochet calls him a coward. Adam Cole makes a move. Ricochet makes a move, but then he goes back and does his little superhero pose thing. Adam Cole gets down and starts yelling at him. Uh, crowd's chanting, uh, <laughs> crowd's chanting coward. And then Karen might know more about this. But then I heard very distinctly a dude in the crowd saying, You're a coward, Adam Cole. Shut up, Kyle. You shut up. (laughs) Shut up, Kyle. (laughs) So anyways, Adam Cole goes walking up the ramp. He's met there by the rest of Undisputed Era. Yeah. Or at least uh, (laughs) the ones that are cleared to wrestle. Right. Roderick Strong, Kyle O'Reilly. They start to make, make their way back towards the ring. However, from behind comes War... War Raiders. <laughs> oh, was, oh, there they are. War, ooh, more War Raiders. To even the odds, um, Undisputed Era start to flee through the crowd where they are met by... Uh, the uh, most porn star looking Tyler Bate. And Trent Seven. And porn star director looking Trent Seven. With their, with their awesome oh, silver jackets. So, so Tyler Bate was wearing a silver jacket. They both were, yeah. Go, I know, hold on, I'm going one by one. Tyler Bate had a silver mustache mountain jacket, white jeans, a gold chain, no shirt on underneath, porn stain. He doesn't like he's got some scruff, but it's not like it used to be. Porn stash <laughs> looks great. Oh, it's awesome. Looked like he was ready to go. Uh, and then Trent Seven looked amazing too. It was great. They yeah. brawled. Um, I mean, <laughs> if we're taking the long view, this should be, all be a setup for war games. Yeah, should no, be those three teams: War Raiders and uh, British Ricochet Strong style versus British Strong Style versus and uh, Undisputed Era. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think absolutely. that'd be great. Porn stash mountain. <laughs> James Wooten and Chad. That's, That's great. Good. 
next, we had a Shayna Baszler, Kyrie Sane contract signing. Was this an episode of Friendo Road? Because it looked like it. It was like shot on uh-huh. not a full frame camera. No. <laughs> it was cool to see William Regal back. It's the first time we see him in a while. Uh, yeah. And he was wonderfully awkward. Yeah. This was fantastic. So, like, it was very simple. Shayna's on one side. Kyrie's on the other. William Regal's in the middle. They have, like, a, a, a hard cam on all three of them. And they've got a couple of uh, close-ups on uh, Shayna and Kyrie. And so they're going back and forth a little bit like Shayna. Once again, is sort of uh, illustrating, you know, look at all the women in the division I've cleared out and look at there. None of them are. She didn't say none of them are ready for me. None of them have what it takes. I think that's what her thing was, because the other thing is Oscars. And so she's there and she says, you know, Candice LeRae should be a, a homemaker. She yeah. doesn't have what it takes. Dakota Kai, no, that was rude. Dakota Kai, she doesn't have what it takes. And Kyrie saying, you know, you think you're a pirate. Looking for this treasure. You don't have what it takes. Yeah, then Kyrie saying, well, I beat you once. Mm -hmm. And she said, you know it and I know it. I can totally beat you. Shayna says, no, you can't. Signs name, signs name. Shayna gets up and leaves. And then William Regal is just sitting there. Oh, this is awkward. And then uh, Kyrie turns him and says, she knows it and I know it. I can. And you know it. And you know it. I can beat her. And then William Regal takes his pen. And he just starts very meekly writing something at the Uh bottom of the contract. Uh He's like, I know. All right. I'm writing absolutely nothing right now. Hopefully. I'm I'm drawing a doodle. (laughs) I'm doodling on the contract. (laughs) Hopefully you'll just get up and leave because I feel awkward right now. Um, After that was uh, Lacey Evans versus Tanilla Price. Do we know who Tanilla Price is? No idea. She's from apparently Detroit, I think they said. Oh, all right. Well, Michigan, someplace in Michigan. Yeah. I think it was Detroit. Um, don't know who she is. Yeah, I don't either. Maybe she's big on the Detroit scene. I Could don't be. know. Lacey Evans is getting quite a push. Oh, yeah, man. She's real good. She's going to have a takeover match, right? She has to. Uh, that I don't know. They, so they're pushing her and they're pushing Bianca Belair. Yes. I wonder if maybe we'll get Lacey Evans versus Bianca Belair. Maybe a takeover? No, it's not going to be Their a paths really haven't converged yet, though. They haven't. Um, they're pushing them both. I still think Lacey Evans might go to Maine without yeah, yeah, to yeah, take yeah, over, yeah, to be yeah. honest with you. No, I think you're right there. Um, <laughs> I love Bianca Belair's promo. Oh, that was great. That was I mean, great. She kept on talking after she left the interview area. That was outstanding. Undefeated. <laughs> that was great. Uh, but before that happened, yeah, we had Tanilla Price versus Lacey Evans. Easy win for Lacey Evans. Yep. She won with the women's right. Um, she's fantastic. I really, really like her. She's yeah, me great. too. Me too. Uh, after that, like we had the the Be- Bianca Belair interview, they said, "Hey, you know what? You were not cleared to compete for uh, the Fatal Four Way, so it was a triple threat. What do you think about that?" And she's like, "Why should I have even been in that? I'm undefeated. I should have my title shot right now." Mm-hmm. Um, she's great. Oh, outstanding! Yeah, tons of attitude. It was fantastic. Oh man, it was fantastic. And yeah, like you said, she like she like left. And she kept on repeating the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Undefeated. Yeah, that was it awesome. It was great. Uh, next, Shayna Baszler walking backstage. It looked like she was she had her, her luggage with her leaving the venue. Seemed like it. And uh, Candice Ray comes up to her and says, hey, if you're going to talk trash, talk trash to my face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Who she, was trying to hold her back? Was that Serena Deeb or Sarah? Okay. I think it was yeah, Serena Deeb. Uh, uh, oh, what am I is it Sarah? What's her Sarah name? Motto? Sarah Motto. Yeah. She's producing on the, for Maine now. Oh, she is. Yeah, she, oh. has been, she has been for a while. Oh, okay. So that was Serena Deep. Yeah. I thought, okay. All right, cool. Good. At least I believe so. Yeah. Sometimes, like sometimes I feel like I know what she looks like, and then I'm like, is that her? can't really tell. 
Anyways. Um, Anyways, uh, yeah. Shana was like, get yeah. out of here. And Candace was like, let me prove it to you. Let yeah. me prove it to you. So, uh, And then after that, we had uh, our main event. Shocking. Yeah. I mean, not a lot happened there. We can just move on. All right. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Bye. Tommaso Ciampa versus Alistair Black. Man, wowie wow. Did you probably see? probably Alistair's best match Not in NXT. Not probably. This was absolutely. Oh, his match against Adam Cole was really good. And his match against Velveteen Dream was really good. But yeah. neither of them were this. Yeah. Oh, man. And, you know, Tommaso Ciampa, you know, look at his opponent. Holy crap. Yeah. That guy, it's like, it's not just because he was with Johnny Wrestling. That he was now putting you, on five-star matches. Now you can see, oh, man, this he dude is, is. He is a singular talent in his own right. So he comes out, no theme music. Of course, booze is his theme music, Steve. Jacked. Oh, yeah. Vascular. Jacked. Jacked. Lots, I don't know. That's He was like cables. Oh, I know. Coaxial cables. Oh, I know. Everywhere. It was great. Oh, man. Jacked. So he faces off against Aleister Black, who looks like a lump compared to Tommaso Ciampa. Well, pretty much most people look like a lump compared to Tommaso Ciampa. Pretty he is much. jacked. Anyways, it was a fantastic match. You have oh, a yeah. lot of notes yeah. here. Yeah, I do. Usually if the match is good, I'm into it. Either I take zero notes or lots of notes. Mm. So the match starts out on the mat. Mm-hmm. Sort of like we saw with uh, with uh, Aleister Black and Velveteen Dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of moves, counters, and whatnot. He goes to the outside, and that's where the striking begins. Mm-hmm. I believe Ciampa starts hitting him. Aleister Black responds in kind. But of course, Aleister has the striking advantage. Um, later on, Aleister goes for his like line salt type move. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Ciampa just pushes him out of the ring. Yeah, and then great. throws Aleister into the ring steps. Um, and from that point on, for a stretch, uh, Tommaso was targeting the lower back of Alistair Black, put him in an abdominal stretch, a clover leaf. At uh, one point later on, he like tossed him into the corner of the apron, mm-hmm. all working over the lower back. And it, yeah, it worked. And later, uh, Alistair did several moves that required his lower back to work properly, and it didn't like he tried to yes. do a German suplex, didn't yes. work. Um, uh, Ciampa reversed a black mass into a roll-up. Alistair kicks out at two. Um uh, Alistair goes for the top rope, top rope moonsault. Uh, Ciampa gets out of the way and then tosses uh, Alistair into the timekeeper. Mm-hmm. Creates some separation. Yeah. Um, this this spot was great. So uh, Ciampa's on the outside. Alistair hits a plancha. Mm-hmm. He rolls Tommaso back in the ring. And as soon as Alistair gets back in the ring, Ciampa grabs him, draping DDT. Yeah, that was great. But Alistair Black kicked out. Yes. Um, Ciampa goes to the outside, pulls back the mat, ringside, exposes the concrete. Um, Tries to, to, to drop Alistair on it, but no. Eventually, though, Alistair pushes Ciampa into uh, Drake. Mm-hmm. Drake works the ref. Yeah. Um, and uh, Drake takes the bump on the concrete. Ooh, that looked nasty, I mean, too. He, he had his chin about as tucked in as, as could be. Of course, we've seen Drake wrestle live ages ago. Drake Younger. Drake Younger ages ago. Um, so he's been around. He knows. Oh, how, yeah, yeah, he knows yeah. How he knows I take that bump. Yeah. He's done a lot. Of, I think he did a lot of stuff in CZW. That's what somebody in chat here oh, mentioned, yeah. yeah. Um, so he, yeah, he knows how to take that bump. So while uh, Drake is out ringside, Alistair hits Black Mass. Mm-hmm. But there's no ref to count the no, pinfall. No, he goes for the pin and it's just like a million counts. Yeah, uh, Ciampa gets the upper hand, goes out, uh, brings the NXT title into the ring. Um, he's primed to hit Alistair with it. Enter Johnny Gargano. Oh, hits Ciampa with a super kick. And then he and Ciampa start wrestling for the title. Mm-hmm. Gargano pulls back and inadvertently hits Alistair with the mm-hmm. title. Um, Ciampa throws Gargano and the title out of the ring. Ciampa hits, I don't know if I've seen, it's not, it wasn't Project Ciampa, some other different move. Yeah, I don't know, it was drop it's a dude like, on his it's head. It's kind of like a J-driller. Holy crap, yeah. um, Is he going to be able to do that on main? No. <laughs> Pins 
Alistair Black, he is the new NXT champion. My favorite part of this whole match might have been afterwards where he calls Drake up to the top of the ramp, says, yeah. put the belt on me. Yeah. And it looked like he was wearing no trunks. Yeah, just belt. That yeah. should be his new thing. Yeah. Just belt. And then he turns away from the camera. You see butt cheeks. Exactly. That'd be great. <laughs> and he kept on having Drake lift his hand. Yeah. Great oh, stuff. Oh, that's great. And I loved, I loved watching the reaction of the crowd because it was like, number one, they obviously, they don't do title changes at full sell very often. This was a massive one. This yeah. was a huge one. Yeah. Um, obviously, it was spoiled for you know pretty much everybody else the week prior. Yeah. In advance of of watching the show, um, which is like the lone sort of thing about NXT that still you can't get away from really, and that's the spoiler aspect of things, um, which is probably why they don't do a lot of title changes on TV. Mm-hmm. But this was a particularly big one. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but there's also an aspect of building buzz to it. Yes, you know it's like oh my god, and so you sort of get used to it at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, Let me ask you this: Now that Gargano, well, Gargano inserted himself in this match, now he's, I would think, uh, going to be in this picture going forward. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't know how to continue this conversation because they haven't really announced what's going to happen at Takeover yet. Okay, even though well, I know. you can kind of put the pieces. You can together. put the pieces together that at Takeover. Okay, here's the deal. We've been this is a we've been we're 30 minutes into it. We've made revenue off your view. If you don't want to hear the spoiler for the takeover match that's going to happen, feel free to turn it off and turn on one of our other shows. Yeah, because our recap is pretty much over. Yeah, exactly. So, at this is a spoiler at NXT War Games, <clears throat> the title match will be champion Tommaso Ciampa, challengers Alistair Black and Johnny Gargano. Yes. Um, what was going to be your question about that? Is that going to be the moment? Because for me, it seems like this arc for Gargano has to be him becoming what at this point it is becoming what he disliked most. He's pretty much Chomp at this point, mm-hmm. um, overcome with emotion, specifically anger, mm-hmm. um, and and really unable to do anything other than channel that emotion. So is this going to be the match where he has to have uh, an epiphany of sorts? Either he continues down this path and may become champion by, uh, you know, essentially uh, falling victim to the dark side, mm-hmm. if you will. Or does he have a moment of clarity and say, oh, if I do this, that's it. Mm-hmm. Johnny Gargano was done, you know, as you know him. Yeah. You know, he just, he just he's at that point totally consumed by his anger. Or as he say, this is a chance for me to redeem myself and to right a wrong and uh, and help Alistair directly or indirectly reclaim the title. This is going to be their third takeover mm-hmm. fighting each other. Mm-hmm. I would love to see it go five takeovers. Mm-hmm. It could totally, and mm-hmm. I think that would be really, really smart of them to do. Mm-hmm. Um, because just to have Johnny... Look, you can go any number of ways. Everything you just said, you can do all that in one match. I think it'd be way smarter to pace it out over the next, you know, this coming takeover plus two more Um, because we know they can put on the best matches, Mm -hmm. you know, in the world right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would love to see that character arc go through match to match to match. Um, It all depends on, on how quickly they want to get to the point of the story Mm -hmm. or or Mm -hmm. the, the next phase of the story. They can do it in one match effectively and beautifully. Mm-hmm. They could do it over the course of three more matches mm-hmm. and do it effectively and mm-hmm. beautifully. I think it would be so much more uh, memorable. It's already a memorable feud. I think it would go down as one of the best ever 
if they told it over the course of a year of takeovers. Yeah. How great would that be? be? Pretty a cool. year of takeovers. Be pretty cool. That'd be fantastic. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I want to see that. I get the feeling that Alistair Black will probably get called up after SummerSlam. Could well if he, if he, he doesn't if he doesn't regain the title, and that seems a near certainty. Yeah, I feel like he's going to be out. I mean, Could I, be I with, the, with the talent that's coming in. Maybe you know if someone else would be brought in at SummerSlam weekend. Mm-hmm. That real. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that more on, on the new show tomorrow. Yeah. Um, he had some interesting quotes on Xbox podcast. Oh, did oh, you hear about a, that? No, I didn't. Okay. Yeah. We'll save that for, for the, the show tomorrow then. Oh, wow. Um, it's kind of good. We didn't talk about it on Monday as we originally intended. Cause there's been some more details, um, come up since then. Yeah. So cool. anyways, yeah, I just, it's, it's, it's interesting to see where the story goes. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Would you like to answer some questions, Steve? Would you like to look at the television, Mr. Lee? Um, first, Alex Foster. Should people in the crowd for NXT tapings be allowed to post spoilers with pictures? Yes. Yeah, because WWE does it. Um, they were the ones that spoiled <laughs> the title change uh, last week. Yeah. And, dude, you get into a really nasty situation where, like, Lucha Underground kind of found themselves not too long ago mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, you know, you violated the NDA that you get, you did this, you did that. Nah, man. We That's the, the wonderful thing about NXT is that it's not just the future of the WWE, but it's the future of the way WWE handles their social media aspect of things. Like, that's just the world we live yeah. in now, where there are spoilers out in the world because not everything can be live. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jacob Omega, how would you guys debut Undisputed Air on Main? Personally, I would have them help Kevin Owens win the Universal title. Big old Ring of Honor group. And they will all be super entertaining. I can't argue with that. I can't think of a better way. Yeah. I cannot think of a better that would be way. Great. God, could you imagine Kevin Owens and those oh, guys? Man, <sighs> that'd be the best, the absolute yeah. best. Jeffrey Nguyen, seeing how popular Undisputed Era are, do you still think it's a bad name for the group? I'm totally into it now. No, see, that, and that's the thing is that originally I was like, what the hell is that? But you get used to it, they make it work. Yeah. It's and their theme music. I used to think was like a temp track, and now it's the, one of the most iconic themes in all of wrestling ever. It's just, dude. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. It's all good. Yeah, uh, Chuck Sips. If you had to choose between ensuring Alistair Black or Adam Cole are used properly on main roster, who do you choose? I think Alistair Black's going to be fine because he's got the mystique. Yeah. Whereas, for me, ensuring Adam Cole is used properly means undisputed error never breaks up. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. if yeah. I can ensure the undisputed error never breaks up yeah i'll take that option i think alistair black will be fine what do you let me ask you this what do you think the dangerous floor would be for adam cole like the saddest floor for adam cole because it's not like he's ever gonna sink to ty dillinger no he's never gonna sink there and i don't think he'll ever sink to bobby Roode either i don't think that's possible no i don't think so either but finn balor i would think is his floor which is a pretty damn good floor. That's yeah, an okay floor, yeah. That's a good floor. That's all right. Um, Do you think his floor is beneath that? No. I don't think so either. I think just through force of personality, I think everybody yeah, likes yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Oh, everybody loves Adam Cole. Yeah. Six-sided sexagon. Who are the worst additions to stables in WWE history? I mean, like most of the NWO. <laughs> who were, wait, what was the question? Who were the worst additions to stables in WWE history? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, you got to take NWO out of it because it was like everybody. Yeah, it was most of the NWO. I mean, I think, okay, so what was the first bad move about the NWO? With uh, the NWO? Choosing Hogan over Sting. No. <laughs> oh, man. On camera. Oh. Well, it, probably Big Show, right? Yeah, that didn't make any sense. Wasn't he the fourth member? Something like that. He was in the first six. He was in the first six. That didn't make any X-Pac sense. X-Pac was six. Yeah. Show uh, was before him. Yeah, and DiBiase. DiBiase. 
DiBiase's not a bad pick. No, no, I didn't mind that at all. He's a money guy, yeah. But and he wasn't the Giant wrestling. was just in a huge feud with Hogan the year didn't prior. Make didn't any make sense. any sense. None. He could have led like WCW's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a bad move. Xbox a good move. Oh yeah. He's click. Who's uh, seven though? Who's huh? number seven? Who's number seven? At that point, wasn't it like seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven all came in at the same wasn't time or something? Vincent amongst. Oh God, does he count? That group of people? I don't remember. Because Vincent, and then who else after that? Like Dusty was in the NWO for a while. Yeah, that's true. Um, oh, that's what. Did, oh, Norton, Scott Norton. Boy, yeah. Uh, Buff Bagwell. Order of NWO members. Oh, here we go. Conan might have been in that group, but I like Conan. List of New World Order members. Hopefully, they have them in. Yeah, uh, we need it in order, in chronological order. In chronological. I don't think Scott that is. Hall, Kevin Nash, oh, Hulk Hogan, Ted DiBiase. No, this is an order. Nice. The Thank giant, you, Wikipedia. Yeah. The giant. Oh, NWO, NWO Sting, Sting was tech. So one, two. Oh, I three, guess it was DiBiase. Four. Wasn't an active competitor. He gotcha. Didn't count okay. As. All right. Then Vin- you're right, Vincent, then Elizabeth, then Bischoff, then Bagwell, then Michael Wall Street. Ugh. Oh man. Boss man. Boss man. Norton. Norton. Masahiro Chono. Savage. Rodman. Muda. Conan. <laughs> Tenzin. Wow, I didn't realize Conan joined that late. Hennig. Rude. Louis Spicoli. Aw. Oh, wow. He died really quickly afterwards. Mm-hmm. Dusty. Brian Adams. Jeez. The Disciple. What a mess. And then Steiner. What an absolute mess. NWO ref. <laughs> NWO ref. <laughs> Nick Patrick. <laughs> it's so bad. Imagine if it had been Hall, Nash, I guess keep Hogan in there. Mm-hmm. X-Pac, or six, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it was just those four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why they insisted on trying to make NWO its own promotion. It didn't make any sense. No, it didn't make it like a sense. Because I never understood why would NWO people fight NWO people it in these matches. It didn't, it didn't make, make any sense. sense. No, it didn't. It didn't. They should have been like just a, sub- a subversive... A hostile takeover. A hostile takeover, exactly. Yeah, I don't get Uh, it. Dong Diggler asks, which NXT or 205 wrestlers theme song would you work out to? Hashtag Larson Bob. Tony Neese. Oh, yeah, Tony Neese. And then, of course, the man of the hour. Yeah, Alistair Black is uh, his uh, workout. Oh, that's on. Yeah, yeah. I I was just looking at 205 Live. Oh, yeah, NXT. Undisputed Era, Alistair Black. Uh... Bianca Belair, mm-hmm. that's a good one. I even like uh, Street Profits, Gargano's. There's Rebel Heart. Oh, it's yeah, so right. cheesy, but I kind of like it's it. Muscle Chompas. So that's just nothing. Sometimes I have to because my like I got the Bluetooth headphones and they run out of juice. Yeah, no. Yeah, and so I'm I'm just. I got, but it's not a course of booze. I know I got to find that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Make sure to release that. Cor- yeah. Tommaso Ciampa's theme, course of booze, course of booze. Uh, master of memes, Blake Whitehouse. Now that we've had time to fully see what Bert Buddy Murphy is capable of, do you think he earned the nickname NXT's best kept secret? Yeah. Kind of. Because apart from his uh, tag team run with uh, Wesley Blake, he really wasn't on TV at all. Mm-hmm, Once yeah. they broke them up, he was gone. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Lipkin Unlimited, NXT holds its own mixed match challenge with the following teams. Uh, Gargano and Candice LeRae. Uh, Montez Ford and Bianca Belair, Adam Cole and Shayna Baszler, Velveteen Dream and Kyrie Sane, Cassius Ono and Nikki Cross, Lars Sullivan and Dakota Kai, Otis Dozovic and Lacey Evans, Ricochet and Vanessa Bourne. 
Oh, Adam Cole and Shayna Baszler. I would say. What team would you be the most fun to watch? Which two teams should face okay, each other so in the finals? Most fun to watch is Montez Ford and Bianca Belair. Yes. Um, and the finals should be Johnny Gargano, no, no, Candice LeRae, again, Adam Cole, and Shayna Baszler. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, that'd be good. I like all my answers. Uh, Velveteen Dream and Kyrie Sane would be fun too, though. Oh, yeah. That'd be a fun team. Um, uh, Leroy the Heel Yinzer Rollins. Hey, friendos. Who's going to be the NXT call-ups after SummerSlam? Uh, that also sort of dovetails into Chris K's question. What are the chances of Aleister Black debuting at SummerSlam or right after? So I would say not at SummerSlam. They no, don't really do afterwards, that. Afterwards, maybe. Sadly, they don't do that. I wish they would do that I more. I know. Often. If he loses his, the title match at TakeOver, then the odds are pretty good, I would guess. That we're going to see on SmackDown Live, Aleister Black versus Aiden English. <laughs> oh, no! No, please don't do that. He needs to be on Raw immediately fighting Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Well, Brock might be out the door. Um, Lacey Evans, I wouldn't be surprised if she gets called up. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised by that one. I wouldn't surprise. Maybe Dakota Kai, too. I wouldn't be surprised by that either. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised by either of those. Um, Especially if they're going to have Dream, maybe. Yeah, we've heard rumors. I or, really wish that wasn't the case, but we've heard rumors Or EC3, that. yeah. 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 Boy, there's too many people, man. I know. There's way too many people. And they might be signing more people. Oh, gosh. Stop signing so many people. Well, if they, if they end up signing who... Rumor has it they're going to be signing. That's that's a good addition. Matt Riddle? Yeah. I don't think he's as big a name as you think he is. No, I think he's I think he's as big a name as I think he is. He's as big a name as Keith Lee. No, I think he's a, I you think, think he's, he's bigger? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, let's see here. I, he might be on par with Ricochet. No. Yeah. No. I think on. so. Not in terms of Ricochet's injury. on par with Adam Cole. All right, then maybe Matt Riddle's just a slight, just a slight notch below. Matt Riddle has gotten a lot of buzz in a very short amount of time and picked up a lot of titles all around the world. Was he ever PWG champion? Uh, no. Then there you go. But he's held countless other titles elsewhere. Who's a bigger name, Matt Riddle or Walter? Matt Riddle. Not by much, though. No, it's Matt Riddle. Not by much. Yeah, I think it's Matt Riddle. I don't know, man. I think your radar is off, my friend. No, I don't. Uh, let's see here. Suplex Casey. A couple weeks ago, there was an NXT house show in my town. Ooh. And before the main event, Adam Cole, baby, cut a promo and had the entire crowd chanting, Fort Pierce sucks. <laughs> yes. Power rank some wrestlers that no matter what they do, they get great face reactions from the crowd. Uh, when the new day were heel, yeah. Regardless of what they did, yeah. When they, yeah, once they made that turn, because there was a pretty wide gulf between them uh, turning heel but being loved, and them finally turning face. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Minnesota Joe, do you think Champa might be the best character to show up in NXT? No one gets a better reaction from the fans, in my opinion. I tell you what, this is this Champa. I think we're I think we are watching the pinnacle of NXT NXT storytelling with Champa and Gargano. I don't think there's been anything like it before, and I have a hard time thinking there's going to be anything like it afterwards, mm-hmm. especially if it lasts an entire year of takeovers. I know the the level of storytelling in terms of metaphors, the details, and symbolism, the details. It's something you don't see very often. No, you don't. 
and it is it's absolutely amazing i mean it's it do, honestly it's the kind of thing where appreciate it now because you never know how those guys are going to be treated on main yep. but you have to appreciate what they're doing right now yep. in a way it's kind of the same with like although finn never had any great stories um oh, in nxt i know in nxt but he he was huge and he did the, the demon thing he was huge mm-hmm. you know he mm-hmm. was special mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so yeah uh let's see here uh steve standard within the next decade or so are there any potential prospects either in nxt or called up recently you could see overtaking bruno's reign no one's gonna ever overtake bruno's reign it is simply too long of a reign yeah the Seven industry years. is vastly different now than it was then. Like the only the only person I could see even possibly doing that would be Brock Lesnar because if they get really really what if if he if he's still universal champion mm-hmm. when he beats if 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 huge if massive if because I don't think it's going to happen if he were to beat uh DC right and be UFC champion and universal champion I could see WWE maybe wanting to go that route with him. Well, I guess them, as long as it lasts. Yeah, and I think if it they takes would. three more years, I could see that. Three more years of the Universal title showing up three times a year. I could see them doing something weird like that. Yeah, it could be especially, I mean, yeah, to have your Universal champion also be UFC heavyweight champion. I wouldn't be surprised if they had kept the Universal title on him until he dropped that belt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what Vince is. Sometimes he, he gets a stick up his ass. He might want to. He might want to ride that to, mm-hmm. to beat Bruno. He mm-hmm. might want to do that with Brock. Well, that's eight years. That's a long time. Well, seven and change. Pretty much eight. Yeah, pretty much eight. And I know. So look, Brock still has. I'm not saying it's going to happen. Six plus years to go. But by far, he's got the best chance of doing it. By far, unless unless around uh, unless somebody comes around who's young and pulls off. If the UFC and WWE find gold together with some young prospect Mm -hmm. and he just tears it up like Johnny Bones without all the mess in his Mm -hmm. life, right? Mm -hmm. And he's a huge mark for WWE and he's got all sorts of leverage and he uses it to do both things. But the chance of that happening are just completely out of of this world. But that's what it would take. It 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 would take a crossover guy you know that people love yeah i'll say that that would never basically get hurt ever yeah, yeah and that too while competing in two sports yeah 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 so probably simply, not simply gonna find happen. that not believable me too and it's funny because it could they have two world titles it yeah. could yeah but probably not gonna happen yeah probably not gonna happen you think Samoa no Joe's i take that back up? roman reigns gonna have that belt for 10 years whenever he finally wins it no man no oh yes steve <laughs> this is what, what I were you gonna do. say about Samoa Joe? Uh, you think he's going to pick up that title at SummerSlam? No. Probably not, huh? I don't. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see. Discord Wolfpack's demonetized Balor. I was very impressed with how much show they fit into 48 minutes and 57 seconds for 205 Live. If the fear of NXT on regular TV is about time constraints, is this an adequate demonstration of getting it done with enough bang 
for your buck. Here's no. the thing about 205 Live. It might have only been 48 minutes. You just have to cut four minutes and fill the remaining 16 minutes with commercials. Granted, the sample size, the one NXT that ran on, the U- on USA that one time, it's a small sample size. It's one episode. It just didn't feel the same. It didn't. I'll, I'll totally agree with you. I mean, it might be the kind of thing that I'd get used to. I'd really, I, but you know, I love the way it is now. Mm-hmm. And I'm a firm believer of it ain't broke. Don't, don't fix, fix it, it. Unless you really want to fix it. And it's something that really gets on your, you know, bugs you sometimes. Like what I do with our graphics sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm bored of this. Don't broke it unless. Don't, don't break it. Don't break. Don't fix it. Unless it's actually broken. Yeah. Or unless you're bored with it. Well, then that's not fixing it because, right. I mean, if, to fix it, it has to be broken in the first place. Yeah. So don't do any of that unless you're me. If you're bored, then you're just tinkering. Do what I say, not what I do. Right? Sure. That's a good idea. Anyways, I think it's it for show. Yeah. That's good show. Good show today. today. Thanks, yeah. everybody, for joining us for show. Yeah. Man, I'm tired. Hilton, really? I've been up since four this morning. Man, yeah, I didn't get a lot of good sleep last night either because of my AC problems. Yeah. Anyways, that's it for show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.